Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. I 100% enjoy the game. I love to make money to be able to invest it back into my business to be able to provide my clientele a better experience. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Iron Fist Fitness LLC was started in 2014 to help individuals transform from within. Their philosophy is transforming the mind so that you can transform the body. Iron Fist specializes in weight loss management, building lean muscle mass, core stability, kickboxing, and small group training. All right, let's dig in. All right, Shannon, can I get an oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. First of all, sir, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us. As I understand it, before we hit record, you're not feeling the best, but yet instead, you're still here with us. So thank you so much for pressing through and being willing to share your knowledge and wisdom with us. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely honored. The second thing I like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Man, well, one of my favorite things to do is laugh. I love laughing. I think uh, laughter is medicine. And so I feel like the more you can laugh, the more you can just enjoy life and be free of all the debris that comes with life, such as depression, anxiety, whatever it is. So I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I love to crack jokes. I love pranks. I'm a prankster. I love to prank people. I don't know why. I get a kick off of like pranking people. It's just one of my many things that I like doing. And yeah, man, I just like to have fun. You know, obviously I work out. Obviously, you know, that's part of what I do. But I'll be honest with you, man. My favorite part of the workout is when it's over with. Interesting. Now, you are a Milwaukee guy. Where were you originally from? Yeah, I was born and raised in Milwaukee. And then I lived in Milwaukee most of my childhood career. And then when I was 15 years old, I moved to, my parents moved to Oak Creek. And then I finished my schooling out there. And I would say that was probably like the biggest, you know, pivotal part of my life as far as like getting me to where I'm at today. It introduced me to weightlifting. It introduced me to like structure. I played football. I played basketball. And it also introduced me to education. You know, the education system was way different out there than it was in Milwaukee. So it introduced me to a lot of different things, but I think that those introductions is the reason that I'm where I am today. 
Now, you mentioned one of your favorite things to do is to laugh and to prank. Yeah. Give us one of your top pranks that you've played. Oh, man. I got so many. But I think <laughs> the few that stick out, the, the one for sure is uh, it was, it, I was in college. I was at Oshkosh. It was about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And my buddy Jeff was sleeping. And so I decided to fill a garbage can up with water. And it was one of those like blue recycling bins. So it wasn't too big, but it was big enough that filling it up with water and then leaning it against his door so that when he opened it, it would just completely like flood his dorm. That probably sticks out of my mind the most. And the crazy thing is, is that when we originally did that, it was myself and then another guy. We kept knocking on the door. Well, he wouldn't open because he's obviously sleeping. And so we decided to call his dorm room. We're like, hey, open your door. And so when he opened the door, he was like half asleep and all this like water just came rushing into his dorm. And we were just cracking up. I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So yeah, that's that's, that's one of them. <laughs> I'm curious to know, did he think it was very funny? No, he was pissed. <laughs> all you heard is a loud explicit across the dorm room. And uh, yeah, it was. It, I, think the, I think he woke up the whole hall because... All you heard was, like I said, explicit language. <laughs> you know, like I said, two o'clock in the morning, you're half asleep. You wake up, you open the door, and then there's this water that's leaning against your door, and it just rushes in. And he had his socks on, so yeah, he was not happy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we needless to say, we were cracking up. Now, I'm assuming that since you play pranks on others, that they also return the favor. So what was the prank that was played on you? Well, it was actually played by the same guy. So we woke up. The next day, and he had put toothpaste, soap, like he pretty much like egged our, our dorm door. But he like put toothpaste, showers, shampoo, all these different like soaps and stuff on our door so that when we went to go open it, it was like completely covered with all these different things that he put on from toothpaste to hand soap to shampoo. So it was probably four o'clock in the morning at that time because <laughs> it was two hours later. So I just went back to bed. I went back to bed. I was like, we'll clean it tomorrow, whatever. So long story short, when we woke up the next day, it was gone. Like we, So we woke up three, four hours later, it was gone. So I think the RA came by, saw what had happened to our door and they cleaned it, but it was spotless. That was the crazy thing about it. Like it was completely spotless as if no one put anything on it. So needless to say, his prank backfired because, yeah, he got us, but he didn't because we didn't have to clean it up. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I found a couple of yeah. business uh, <laughs> principles out of there that we'll get to in a second. But I'm curious to know if Absolutely. you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them? Man, I, you know, that is a really, really good question. I'm trying to think off, off the top of my head. I think if I can meet anybody in the world, I would have to say Michael Jordan. Because growing up, like, he was such a, just somebody who I looked up to immensely growing up. I mean, his work ethic, his determination, his lack of fear, and just his killer instinct. And I would just ask him, like, what motivated you to be the best player? And how did you do it? Like, how did you go to six finals and not lose? What was your mindset? Because I think nowadays you look at so many individuals and everything's predicated off a of mindset, right? So, you know, how was he able to overcome those obstacles that were thrown his way, you know, and go to six finals, win six finals MVPs and go six and oh, and then not even make a game seven. Like to me, that's just mind boggling how he was able to do that without a loss on his record. So, yeah, I would I would definitely say Michael Jordan and just asking him what his mindset was 
going into each of those finals. It's a really good point. One of the things that I always try to highlight on this show is mindset, because that's one of those things that's an intangible, right? I can show you how to bounce a basketball. I can show you how to dribble, pass, shoot, jump. I can train you and you could be the best athlete in the entire world, but that's not going to make you a Michael Jordan. So mindset is definitely one of those differentiators for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Now, here are the couple of principles that I took out of your prank story here. I heard you say um, structure. I heard you, there was rapid response in the reaction to the prank that was played. And then there was the cleanup. So the the things that I drew out of that was, again, the structure, rapid response. So when something happens to you and it's, it's not ideal, something that you weren't expecting, how you respond is everything, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. 100%. I mean, that is always the key. Like the other day, I was going to Target and I dropped my phone and it cracked. And so like the old channel would have been upset and just been like, oh, you know, but I literally picked my phone up. I saw that it was cracked. I was like, well, it still works. And I went into the store like nothing happened. And it did not bother me one bit. Like I was completely fine. And I think in situations like that, it just shows like, as far as who I used to be in comparison to who I am now, there's there has been immense growth. <laughs> because like I said, the, the old Shannon would have been quite upset. And, but this one was just like, hey, as long as it works, I don't care that the phone's cracked. And I think sometimes that happens in business where you have unexpected situations that occur. And it's going to be how you respond that is not only going to show you and the character of yourself, but at the same time, show those who are you know, kind of under your leadership from a standpoint of employers, family, friends, whatever, that you have to be able to show that that no matter what, you can maintain a level of consistency and at the same time, a level of just knowing that there's always better to come, no matter how bad the situation may seem. Yeah, that's a really good point when you talk about leadership. And a lot of times, unfortunately, I I don't know that business owners know that they're leaders, right? They're leaders in their business, they're leaders in the community. So your point of consistency and just recognizing that how people perceive you and your mood and how you approach things, it filters down and it affects the people around you. So yeah, definitely understand that point. Yeah. So the other principle that I grabbed out of there was you mentioned that the mess was cleaned up by the time you guys woke up. Yeah. So talk a little bit about in business and in life, how sometimes you didn't make the mess, but you're responsible for cleaning the mess up and you have to do it because it's not only your job, but it's your business. So talk a little bit about that. Now you have these two pranks that just happened and the cleanup happens. The person that cleaned it up didn't put the water there. They didn't do the toothpaste, but yet they cleaned it up and it was done in a timely fashion. So talk a little bit about responsibility and the responsibility of a business owner to to clean up messes even when you didn't make the mess. Absolutely. You know, I think when you, when you get into business, you have to realize that there are a bunch of unknowns. And so you just never know when something will happen, but you always have to be prepared. And so I remember when I first started my business and when I first moved to the location that I'm currently at right now, we had water damage that was happening. And so it was, it was, it was one of those things where it was like, man, you move in, you, I, I buy this equipment that's thousands upon thousands of dollars and we have water leaking. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to damage my equipment. I'm having to get buckets. I'm having to, 
you know, like, and it's just, it's like embarrassing because you're like trying to show people this new establishment and every time it rains, there's this water that's leaking through. And so obviously I spoke to the landlord. I said, Hey, you know, this is getting bad. And I'm, I'm concerned that this water is going to damage my equipment, you know, cause my elliptical is right there. My treadmill is right there. So long story short, they did some investigation. This was like a two year project. Now it wasn't all the time, but it was enough, you know, that when it did rain and significant rain, I should say, it caused this like moisture inside my, my gym. And I would have to get buckets and it just didn't, you know, it didn't look right. One, from an aesthetic standpoint, to have buckets laid around your gym. And then two, the unknown of how is this going to get any worse? And so there was like this small little hole that was in the roof that there was water leaking through and they had to basically replace the whole roof and then uh, put a new one in. But I say that to say this, that I still maintain a level of consistency from a standpoint of my integrity. Because I think the last thing that you can do as a business owner is if you do get upset, and trust me, I was very upset, but I couldn't let my being upset get the best of me from a standpoint of going off on my landlord or throwing a temper tantrum because there are people around who will see that. And so I remained calm and the situation ended up getting taken care of and we haven't had any issues since. But, you know, just from the cleanup standpoint, like you come in on a Monday and there's water all over the place, you got to mop it up. You have to understand that in business, that is going to take place more than once. But I say, I, I preface that by saying this, it's better than working for me a nine to five. And so I'm like, look, I'd rather deal with this building my own empire than to do this working for someone else, if that makes sense. I'll try to put it in that perspective. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. So what I grabbed out of that in terms of overcoming challenges is number one, maintain character and number two, just being consistent. Right. Absolutely. Now, if you had to give your top two keys to success, what would those be? I always say I pray a lot, pray every day, and I get to work. You know, so I always say pray, prayer and hard work, and then always remain humble and stay hungry. I've seen a lot of business owners, you know, who have achieved maybe, you know, in their eyes, big success maybe in other eyes, minimal success, whether it's bigger, it's minimal or small success is still success. But one thing you can never do is you can never become arrogant, cocky, brash, any of those, because they can be taken away from you like that. And so no matter how much success I've been able to achieve over the years and will continue to achieve, my protocol is always to remain hungry and stay humble because I feel like that is what's going to propel me to being my very best in achieving what it is that I want to achieve. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of people, and again, this goes back to a mindset thing. A lot of people get into business because they want to make money or they want to buy things. I think those who succeed in business and success being defined by you, the business owner, are the people who enjoy the game, right? Right. I thoroughly enjoy the game of business, the journey, right? Going through those different things, being faced with those challenges that you wake up on a Monday, you literally don't know what's going to happen that week. And to me, that's what I get up for, both in a good way and, a, and in a, a negative way, because I know that the greatest thing that could ever happen might happen on that day. Right? And even if the worst thing that could ever happen happens, I know that the next day, the best thing could happen. So that invigorates me and, and excites me. Talk a little bit about that for you. Are you the type of person who enjoys the, the game of, of business or give us a little insight there? Yeah, that's a very interesting perspective. 
perspective that you say, Ozzy. I 100% enjoy the game. To me, it's like a project. It's like Monopoly. It's like, you know, you have this project. I don't know if you're old enough to remember. I think it was called Roller Coaster Park or something like that. Or, and it was basically a game that you had to build this like roller coaster theme park and you had to generate people to come and, and, and you had to like build like little, you know, shops and things like that in order to generate money. And if you didn't do that, then you would go out of business and the theme park would close down. And I always enjoyed that game as a kid because I'm like, dude, this is so cool. Like I get to build this theme park and I have to, my, the goal is to bring people to this theme park and not only bring them to this theme park, but get revenue. And and so I can be able to add more rides and more amenities and things of that nature. And that's what I enjoy about being in business is that, you know, I love to make money to be able to invest it back into my business, to be able to provide my clientele a better experience. That is really the reason why I'm in because I'm here to serve. I'm a trainer and I own a gym, but I love it when my clients come in and say, Oh, you made this investment or you, you know, this is something that they can find of use and that will help them in their fitness journey. So yes, I do enjoy that. And I do enjoy taking risks. I'm a gambler. I'm not somebody who I I used to say, Oh, I'm nervous or I get worried. Now I say I get excited because out of that risk, that could be the greatest reward. And, and you won't know it. And so the mindset of saying, instead of getting nervous or scared or whatever, I just say, I'm, I get excited, you know, and that's been my mindset with business. Perfect. As we kind of wrap this conversation up, give the enterprisers an actionable step to improve their business today. I would say the biggest thing that you can do if you are an entrepreneur, business owner, is to care about people and the people that you are servicing. If you are in a business, that is of that nature where you are to provide for a clientele or a customer. The number one thing is to care and not only care about the customers, but care if you have employees care about them as well, because that will go a long way within your business journey. You know, is that you have that mindset of caring and being able to seek to serve those individuals that are around you and that are under your leadership. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Care about people, customers, employees, and seek to serve. All right, sir, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you do, how can they do that? They can go to my website, iron, I-R-O-N, fist, F-I-S-T, fitness.com. They can check out the website, again, ironfistfitness.com, or they can reach me on social media. I'm under uh, Body by Vic. Or the heck, they can call me, 414-719-7177. They can call me directly, and uh, we can set you up on whatever your fitness goal is. We can build a program around that to ensure that you complete and accomplish your fitness goals. So we always say 2020 vision in 2020. Let's start today. Awesome. Now, I'm going to let something out of the bag for the listeners. By the time you hear this, it will be around March. And by that time, I am hoping to work with... Mr. Shannon Vick to dunk a basketball. Now, you guys can't see me, but I'm about 5'11", six foot with really thick sole shoes on, and I haven't been exercising. I am not in very good shape. So for me, this is a very, very, very lofty goal. So you're going to see, if you follow this show, this is probably going to be about the middle of that journey-ish, me working with Mr. Vick to get me not only in shape, but 
to the point where I can dunk a basketball. So by the time you hear this, I may have already achieved that goal. And if I haven't, please feel free to reach out to me and poke fun at me if you will. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, Mr. Vig, thank you so much for your time and sharing your, your knowledge and experience with the enterprisers. Hey, man. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Ozzy, and uh, I definitely appreciate everything you're doing, man. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.